0: Welcome back to another episode of Rosenballs. So I think we overrated uh, some of these stints to the beginning of the season. Small sample size theater. In um, the end of the day, I think everything is gonna regress towards what it's supposed to be, right? So uh, I think you're seeing Chicago coming back to life a little bit. and if you start analyzing their wins and stuff, it kind of makes sense, right? I think Philly as well is coming back down. They started eight and two, eight and three, led of the division. Look, I remember being a Celtics fan in the late '90s or the 2000s during the Patino era, and being amped because they always started well every year. We did, and then and then there was some random road trip in in the winter, and then it just went went to shit. But I remember like we started three and one year. Uh, we beat like uh, you know Adrian. This is when Adrian Griffin was on the team. Um, we had a great like. Uh, you know, another start where we were 10-7, and leading the division. And then, like, we played Miami, uh, who was the best team in the Atlantic at the time. And then we got walloped, and then it went downhill from there. So you can have moments through the year like this and stints, and and, and things are going to cross over, right? Um, So the question is, like, what's real, what's not, right? What are the beginnings that are real and legit, and how are things going to shake up, right? So I, I, I do feel... Uh, There's a couple of truths. Let's go conference by conference here a little bit real quick. So in the East, I I do think you have your core four. um, And then you have a bunch of teams kind of floating around. I got to figure out what to do to get into that four, basically, that special group. Uh, And maybe it's three. So, you know, right now I do think Brooklyn, Miami are actually in a group of their own. Um, And really goes Brooklyn, then Miami. I think that's going to be your eventual Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Those two teams seem like the two best. With Milwaukee in there, I should say. Sorry. So some combination of those three facing in the conference finals, Milwaukee's in there. There's a clear top three, let's say. And then there's a battle for four, which is going to be an interesting battle. And, you know, who's going to make the second round? Who makes a run? Who does a deal at the deadline to do that? And I think that who's hovering around four? So I think, um, and again, I'm going to keep bringing them up, but I know it's not like a homer. I think the Celtics are in there. Cause, just because they have the talent, um, Schroeder's been playing well. they got to figure out the rotation. This is ridiculous already. Like They still haven't really figured it out. And I think what they're going to learn is Marcus Smart can't, can't be the lead point guard. And by the way, neither is Schroeder. they got to go with an avant-garde point guard, like Romeo Langford, in my opinion. Um, and he can start Smart at the two with him. That's one thing. The second thing with that, obviously, you go small. So Horford starts at the five. Williams can come off the bench. You can still get starters minutes, people, if you come off the bench. Fallacy: They have to start your five best players is is beyond ridiculous. That means you're gonna have a group that's not good if your five best are starting. Um, you know, at all times. So, I, I do think Boston's gonna figure out the rotation. When they do, they'll make a little run, uh, and they could they could be that four seed. Now, Atlanta's got to be in there again. Talent is great. The problem with Atlanta, and like Boston too, is this is important in the NBA. You need to have consistent rotations. People need to know. What slot they're in, they gotta be comfortable in that slot and they gotta consistently be there. But, okay, here and there you do a spot start or whatever, that's fine. What's not good, you know, Atlanta Hunter's out, bogey's out, right? Uh Collins is out for a little bit, Capella's out, um, uh, Okongu, the rookie from last year is out. So they have too many guys that are in and out of the lineup, they can't get consistent rotation. It really impacts the team, right? And the problem too that they have is they haven't placed those guys in firm spots to begin with. So bogey, maybe Hunter still is figuring it out. He came back, and was starting a small forward, not really his position. So Atlanta's in flux. Uh, but again, if they can get healthy, McMillan's got, to, he's got some time to figure out the rotation talent wise. That should be the four seed. They're too talented. Atlanta's in the mix, Indiana, Indiana's in the mix. Duart had a great start of the year. And I think the the injuries that they had helped them because it gave confidence to Duart, who now feels like he could be an offensive talent. When is T.J. Warren coming back? I haven't seen that team full. But they're starting to get healthy, more or less, with Brogdon, Lavert, They have a great backcourt. Sabonis to Turner, you know, it's still a little funky in the mix, but they make it work. And then Holiday starts, and then Duart's off the bench. Uh, and then they have a couple guys get injured, Brissett, you know, here and there. But again, they have their core pieces more or less healthy, with the exception of TJ Warren. That's going to help them. So they have some chemistry that the other teams don't have. New York is back in the mix now, people. Uh, Because Tibbs realized Kemba Walker isn't good. Hey, there must be a reason why Boston moved the first round and get rid of this guy. I've said this all along, Okay. The NBA is going to be more and more about height and length because both sides of the ball matter. And on defense, yes, there's um, blue-collar effort like Marcus Smart brings, um, you know, P.J. Tucker. There's that. There's there's actual technique, right, staying in front of your guy and everything like that. And then there's sheer just like length, size, slash athleticism, right? So it's very hard to be a good defender if you're just small, it just is, um, and you, you're at a huge advantage if you're lengthy, uh, I guess. Players because you can cheat on them a little bit, let them get by you. You have some length around them and some speed around them. So, if you're small, it really it really hurts at the defensive end. So these point guards that like it used to be back in the day, like literally ten years ago, you could sacrifice defense from your point guard position. And as you went up one to five, defense mattered more. So if you had a great defensive five. It made up for a lot on the other end. That's not the case anymore. Teams will pick and roll you to death until they find the matchup that they want, and they'll pick on the weak link, right? You started seeing this in small realms. I remember, like, it's just a random thing, but I remember the Southers playing the Knicks in a series years ago, and, like, they figured out, okay, let's, pick, let's have Jordan Crawford pick on Novak, and he destroyed him. And it's, like, little things like that, but now it happens more and more dragic in the playoff series in the bubble played Kemba off the floor. Celtics saw that, and that was a, a precursor for his eventual removal. And the Knicks were seeing that as well. Unless the guy is absolutely peeling it on offense. By the way, this is why Isaiah Thomas, little Isaiah Thomas, isn't in the league. As great as he is offensively, he gives it up, plus some, on the defensive end. And he just can't have that on a consistent basis. Um... And also Kemba obviously lost a step. So that that change could really do wonders in New York. I think they're a lot better with Burks at the one. Uh, and they still have the rotation intact, which is great. Um, and they have other pieces, like Randall and Barrett, who can handle kind of the traditional point guard duties, if you will. So they'll be, they'll be fine. But yeah, New York is in the mix now for the four. Random team's in the mix. Toronto, get in there. You're in the mix. Toronto can make a comeback. I think that team... He's got great a great length. They have a ton of injuries. So Siakam just came back. They're playing him as a small ball five. That works. Um, OG nanobi has been hurt for a bit. If he can get back, get healthy, again, a lot of these things are health. Um, I like their point guards, Flynn. I love uh, their second rounder, uh, Bannon. Um, I think, you know, they're almost there. They need, like, another little piece or Simmons trade away or whatever from really making noise. Toronto is interesting. But Barnes is continually improving. Right now he's my rookie of the year. Uh, so I really think they could they could, they could could jump up there. Maybe not to four, but they could get a lower seed. Chicago's obviously still in the mix. Look, they got talent. But I think that it's a funky now. It's funny that they fall off when Vucevic comes back. You have one basketball, okay? You only have a number of people that could share. And it was actually working quite well with DeRozan, Ball, Levine. That was enough touches to go around. Adding Vooch actually does more harm than good. You don't need a fourth piece of steak on your entree. All right, You need some sides and a carb and maybe a fruit or a vegetable. And that's the problem that they have. It doesn't complement each other, these pieces. Tony Bradley, who's a classic backup center, who's fine, made more sense in the starting lineup. If I'm Chicago, I just re the rotation. And I know these guys are, are egos and talents and all that, and they're not going to sit idly by and come off the bench. Well, someone's going to have to, whether it's Levine or Vucevic. I think one of those two have to come off the bench. and There's no way it's going to be Levine because he's a pending free agent. And if it's Vucevic, I think they should look to probably move him and get a, a defensive rebounding version of that player. A guy like Jonas Valanciunas would be great for them. If not him, that's fine. There's other pieces that work. Um, Steven Adams and something, etc. There's going to be there's – there's an angle there. But Chicago's in the mix, and they can be trade. And then finally, Charlotte's in the mix. Uh, maybe, maybe not for four, maybe for a lower seed, right? But, again, Bridges is, is having a great year. Um, might make the All-Star team. And obviously Ball as well can make the All-Star team. So really, really exciting things in uh, in the East. But again, things are coming back to normal. These aren't like... It's not like Chicago's going to be that great. I think they're coming back to Earth. Philly, I, I see not making the playoffs. I know that sounds crazy. But... Um, or maybe, And I don't count the playing as the playoffs, by the way. Like not making a legit playoff scene. Um, I, I just... You know, unless they get a, a haul for, for Simmons or something. But if they don't make a Simmons deal, they got to, they got to, even if they get the McCollum package where it's like picks and McCullum for Simmons, um, that might be enough to change their, their vibe a little bit, depending on what else they do at the deadline. In the West, were we right? Yeah, no, I, I don't think so, right? So Golden State continues to surprise Golden State. So the East, I think, is going to, you know, Regress towards normalcy, basically. Chicago isn't really for real. Philadelphia isn't really for real. Brooklyn is for real. Atlanta's going to get better, uh, etc. In the West, I think what you're seeing is reality. Like, I don't think the uh, the Lakers are that good. Like, they're going to be a plan. And, uh, and look, this is the easiest thing to predict ever. Frank Vogel getting fired is the easiest prediction of all time. What an easy prediction. Now, who will be his next coach? I don't know, whatever, you know. Um, But him him getting fired should be like a a minus 10,000 at a book. And by the way, if you're going to use any sports book, SI Sportsbook, right now is a Bet 10, Get 300 offer. Promo code SI300. SI300, courtesy of Rosenballs. Um, But yeah, if you're going to use. I mean, if you're going to make any bet, that's that's a very obvious bet, I would say. Um, another another clear one is, you know, it looks like Golden State Phoenix um, to top the West. And I think the NBA has a chance of, of, of making a comeback here, just as a league. I think they need to have a really good final series, kind of regrow a, a rivalry, right? If you look in the past, the things that have grown the NBA – the things that have caused them to emerge. I think the Laker Celtics was big. And now I, I think um, if they can get a, a Nets Golden State, um, Nets Lakers finals, you know, as much as I dislike both teams, that would be quite unreal. Um, even without Kyrie and stuff. I think a KD LeBron matchup. We haven't seen it um, with both teams in full force, really, in the finals. Golden State would be interesting coming back to his own team, his old team, etc. That could be really good for the league, just getting two you know, top-market teams back in the finals. Uh, but, I don't, I, look, I don't think Golden State is going to run away with this thing by any means. I'm, I'm still very skeptical of them. I understand they play well off the ball all that. they got good chemistry. Um, I just I don't think they're that talented. Um, I, I just don't. And, you know, I'm not saying this for, uh, controversy or anything like that. They, they're missing a bunch of stuff. Let's just be frank about it. Um, you know, I, I, they're asking Curry to do a lot. It depends on what clay comes back. Basically what type of clay comes back? How, you know, Jordan Poole has been, been a surprise. But they're 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 you know I don't think they should feel so cocky going in. I think they probably should have been aggressive on a Simmons deal. Quite frankly, much as ownership poo pooed the idea, that would put them over the top. Um, right now they're they're hoping these veteran minimums guys, and they and they still might, but they're hoping a lot of them um, continue to kill it. When in reality, uh, harder set than done. Anyway, that's. Uh, That's obviously one, uh, angle. The other concept in the West is, okay, so you have Golden State and Phoenix. They're playing on TNT. Great. Uh, let me ask you, like, what else, right? Like, who else in the West is going to make the bump up? So, like, Utah's there. But, like, what I don't understand sometimes is really interesting is, like, I give credit to some of the teams that, um, you know, are willing to take that risk that are willing to make some aggressive moves and um, that whole thing, right? Um, so you see this like Chicago willing to be aggressive. Um, you know, I think Golden State's at least talking to people. The Lakers are aggressive, right? They got Westbrook Font. You know, Utah, if this happens again, we're like, they're another, they're a top team again. Um, and they, they bounce in the first or second round. Like, what's the next move there? Because I, I think, look, like, look, I think they should go in this year. And if they play like, okay, Mike Conley was hurt. Yeah. But guess what? Like, other teams had bigger injuries, like the Clippers, who didn't have Kawhi Leonard. I don't know. I just get the sense that, um, It's a bigger deal than many realize uh, what's going on with Utah. But there's a fight for three, a fight for four in the West thing, because then after Utah, it's wide open. And, you know, do, does an L.A. team make a comeback? Uh, Portland, do they eventually make a trade? I, you know, it's wide open. But I don't think, regardless, none of those four teams have um, have a legitimate shot to doing anything. The West is... Is pretty much locked up in my opinion. I think there's a actually, what's funny, let's just be honest, there's a clear top three in both. So I don't know if this is good or bad. Where we thought it was wide open, it's wide open in both conferences for four seed and beyond. But I think your top three teams are locked in, and I think the finals is going to be between those six whether it's Utah, Phoenix, Golden State representing the West, and probably Golden State, Phoenix, Utah in that order, with a heavy favorite to Golden State. Or, or, it's Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Miami, right? That's going to be a finals combo. So, at the end of the day, things regress towards the mean. things regress towards normalcy. I don't know if that's good. It's not as wide open as we thought. And it's most likely to be some combination of Brooklyn, Golden State, or the other four teams noted. But Brooklyn, Golden State is probably your favorite. Miami could be in there. Miami, Phoenix, whatever it might be. But look, if you want to lock in a, a, a finals matchup, I think and you want to be clever around those six teams, do it and use SI Sportsbook. Bet $10, get $300, promo code SI300. It's free money, people. Do it. Terms and conditions apply. Have a great rest of your day, folks.